Scudder and Parker once said, People have a way of becoming what you encourage them to be, not what you nag them to be. It is a very basic human need, the need to have someone encourage us and spur us on to higher things. A client who is now a famous surgeon says that he believes in management by encouragement and goes on to explain what he means by that. When I was in high school in Iowa, I had a swim coach whom I remember vividly. He was yelling at us, but he was not yelling to ball us out. He would yell things like, Come on, Johnson, get the lead out. Faster. You can do it. And that was what I needed. In fact, I guess I owe much of my success to that coach because when I'm standing at the operating table, I can still hear him shouting at me. So, I've always tried to be a similar encouragement to the people under me. I may be hard on them and expect a lot, but what I'm basically yelling is, Come on, you can do it! In 1875, a sickly child was born in Upper Alsace, who was slow to read and write and was a poor scholar. But as he grew up, he made himself master subjects that were particularly difficult, such as Hebrew. In music, he turned out to be a genuine prodigy, playing the organ at eight when his legs was scarcely long enough to reach the pedals. At nine, he substituted for the regular organ organist in a church service. His name was Albert Schweitzer, and everyone knows how by early manhood he had several professional lives proceeding concurrently. At the University of Strasbourg, he earned his first PhD in philosophy and then went on to win doctorates in theology and music theory. By the time he was 30, he had a flourishing career as a concert organist and was publishing a stream of books. But then, he abruptly stopped his academic career in order to study medicine and devote the rest of his life to being a missionary. This had begun when by chance he read a magazine article about the Congo. While we are preaching to these people about religion, the article said, they are suffering and dying before our eyes from physical maladies. Schweitzer had received his calling and he began to lay plans to go to Africa. Friends protested. If the aborigines of Africa needed help, let Schweitzer raise money for their assistance. He certainly was not called upon to wash lepers with his own hands. There will always be such people who try to tell us to be realistic, people who seem to find it their calling to attempt to flatten our dreams and diminish our lives. But there will always be a few, thankfully, who will encourage our ideals and gladly join us in our goals. When Schweitzer fell in love with Helen Breslow, the daughter of a Jewish historian, he bluntly proposed, I am studying to be a doctor for the Negroes of Africa. Would you spend the rest of your life with me in the jungle? And she answered, I shall become a nurse. Then how could you go out with me? And on Good Friday of 1913, the two of them left for French Equatorial Africa. For more than 50 years, he served there, eventually to become a Nobel laureate and a legend. We may not always be able to adjust the course of our lives to make our goals correspond exactly to the goals of the people around us, as did Helen Schweitzer, for our roadmaps must at times be different from theirs. 
but our rule still stands. If they are going anywhere near where you want to go, climb on other people's bandwagons. Thank you.